This podcast is brought to you by BrunerAcademy.com, your online resource for the best public speaking, presentation, storytelling skills courses. Become a rock star communicator in any setting. Visit BrunerAcademy.com. Transforming the world one goal at a time. That is the mission of my guest today. Hello, everyone. I'm Liz Bruner, and welcome to my podcast, Live Your Best Life. My guest is a lifelong entrepreneur, president of an award-winning marketing and branding agency, and founder of a worldwide organization called Goal Friends. She has also overcome deep heartache, losing her husband to suicide, and less than a year later, her beloved sister. We have a lot to talk about today with Darlene Whitehurst. Darlene, welcome to my podcast. Thank you, Liz. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Well, I'm delighted to have you here. And I first want to start off with Goal Friends, because when I first heard about this organization, I thought this is really amazing. And I love the play on words from girlfriends to goal friends. Yes, thank you. I loved it when it was in its inception and it's really taken off. Well, share with our listeners what Goal Friends is all about, Darlene. Girlfriends is a program, but it's a platform for women. It was originally designed for women to meet in the home and support each other in their dreams and goals. So you use this as a guide. It's like a step-by-step tool. Originally, it was for communities, and now it's gone online. Wow, that's wonderful. And your mission, as you started to mention too, is really to teach strategies on goal setting, dream making, and purposeful living. What are some of those strategies that you focus on? I have the saying that I said, I believe clarity equals confidence Mm -hmm. and confidence is empowering. So to empower women, some of the strategies we use, as I said, are these step-by-step tools to help you get clear, kind of decide what you want your life to look like. You want to cultivate what matters to you. You know your dreams better than anyone. And you take it one imperfect step at a time. Mm. Talking about that greatness of stepping into your greatness and, and the goals, Six G's of goal friends, goals, growth, grit, grace, gratitude, and giving. How did you come up with those six? We start the group with a brag and the brag was be recognized for achieving a goal. And then at some point when I was morphing into developing a PhD program (laughs) for... for, (laughs) I love that. (laughs) I wanted to expand on the G's. I wanted these to be value-based. You have goals, grace, grit... Gratitude, growth, and giving. Grit is that perseverance you have to have when you're setting your goals. Mm-hmm. I just wanted these to be more value-based and to really expand on what the women would brag about. You founded this program back in 2011. How did the idea for girlfriends even first come about? I attended a meeting with a girlfriend. What I noticed was women were supporting each other in book clubs or taking their kids to school, after school care, and I, I didn't have children. You know, before there's a vision, there must be a void. There's a void in women that will support each other and everything. What about supporting each other? Mm -hmm. And you also feel like this is part of your purpose. And you kind of made a promise to yourself that you were going to get this into motion by the time you were 50 years old. I did. Explain a little bit about that for us. When I was 33, I just felt called. I knew that you could manifest things. And it's not so cliche. You have to work hard at it and really get clear. But I made a promise at 33 that when I was 50, I would commit the remainder of my life trying to teach women to kind of create the life of their dreams. I love that. 
You also have three workbooks as part of this program. Step into your greatness, which is one. Step Mm -hmm. into your passion, which is two. And step into your purpose. Take us through briefly what the focus is of each one and what people will learn. So let's start with step into your greatness. What's the biggest thing that they'll learn in that? You first start with getting clear on what you want your life to look like. You know, the first session is really fun. You, you develop a bucket list with your group members, and then you go on to goal setting and action, and it brings you into transformation where you're just starting to grow and talk about yourself and get comfortable with these goals, and you're sharing on a monthly basis. Some women are doing them on a weekly basis now. Then you get into the next session of you know, past your vision boards where you're really getting clear on what you want and you're starting to really grab the reins and you get really passionate and you're seeing that it works and it's sustainable. You're constantly, you're not just getting motivated and you you like leave a meeting and you're motivated and then everything goes on your desk and you run off and do life again. You're continually coming back and it's top of mind. Mm. Part of the values of grace and giving and bragging to help one another, it's so value-based. By the time you get to your purpose, it's like, what are you doing to give back? Mm-hmm. And it's threaded in all three workbooks, but we really hone in on that on year three mm. to really hone in our, what are you doing to make this world a better place to work for the greater good? Well, one of the things that you are doing now with this program, which is quite extraordinary, you have been working with the military for some time, but now you're launching into the women's prison system. Yes. Share with us what that means and how it's working. So that's brand new. It's just being piloted right now. I was able to get into the prison system, and I just think it's a perfect program to give these women hope and inspiration and teach them some tools once they leave the prison system or internally to work work together as a community and work through some things. So it was being piloted, but first we had to develop a certification program, hence the PhD that I spoke about. Mm -hmm. And the prison system went in and trained through the PhD to peer mentor inmates. So the inmates are actually teaching the classes with a counselor. I'm so excited. It's just off the charts right now. That is so empowering for those women and giving them confidence, which comes back to the quote that you mentioned a moment ago, clarity equals confidence and confidence is empowering. Yes. But getting clarity on those goals sometimes, that's really a hard thing to do. And I think women don't give themselves permission sometimes to do that. Why is it so hard? Women tend to go along with the crowd and we're so busy, we're multitasking. It's hard for women to stop and say, what do I want? In Mm -hmm. fact, that's the hardest question for a woman to answer. If you say, what do you want? They'll be a little bit gun shy Mm -hmm. because it's really hard. But, you know, you take it one step at a time and you get clear on what you want. You start developing that. It's, It's a system and it's a process and it changes, it evolves. But I think what you do is once you can achieve certain things, you just get more confident as you go until you get to a point where you know you can accomplish just about anything you set your mind to. You know, I think what's, what's also interesting too, Darlene, and I think you make a very clear distinction about this. We have our to-do lists and then yes. we have our goals lists and they may not be the same thing. Goals are visions of your dreams. Your dreams live at the end of your goals. A to-do list, although you may have a few goals in your to-do list, those are usually tasks. Yes. Those can be daily tasks. Go to the grocery store, you know, small daily tasks, but your goals are visions of your dreams. Mm. And there's real science behind the goal setting. What is that science? Because I know you've studied this quite a bit. First of all, from a goal setting perspective, there are percentages. If you write down your goals, so that's part of the neuroscience is the generation effect. 
it's more impactful if something happens through you versus to you. Information is better remembered if you generate it through you in your own mind and your hand versus reading it. Mm-hmm. And so that is neuroscience. You want to generate it from within. They actually teach that in medical school. So writing down your goal, moving your hand kinesthetically using those different modalities, you have a 42% better chance of reaching your goal. Sharing it with another person, you have a 65% better chance of reaching that goal and have an accountability partner shoot you to 95% better chance of of reaching that goal. That's a significant number, 95%. It's huge. And I've said to people, if you knew that you could reach this 95% by writing it down, sharing it and having an accountability partner, why wouldn't you do it? (laughs) I agree. (laughs) (laughs) Well, clearly you studied all of this goal setting and you practiced it yourself because you're a lifelong entrepreneur. And yet you call yourself an introverted salesperson and you've had huge success. For more than 20 years, you've run your own brand and marketing business, working with Fortune 500 companies, specializing in healthcare and regulated industries. And you're still running it, I might add, even through the pandemic. How did COVID impact your company and how did you stay afloat? I watched it ride down because marketing sometimes can be the first to go. And I've had this stellar business for 21 years and I watched it ride down. And then we just got in, rolled your sleeves up. You have to have faith. You have to work hard. So we just had to stay really steadfast and good follow through and we're riding it right back up. Mm. What advice do you have for business owners who may still be struggling today? Because let's face it, we're still really not out of this yet. We're not out of this. And I tell you, I have to look at where I was okay, and where we are now. And you just have to persevere. That's where grit comes in. You mm-hmm. have to have faith. You have to have confidence in yourself. If you've already done it once, you can do it again. Just keep persevering. It will come back. Work a little bit harder. Give it effort. Effort equals sales 100%. I've often said that being an entrepreneur is not for the faint of heart. And between keeping your business afloat and goal friends afloat during the pandemic certainly was not easy. But life, too, has thrown you other curveballs. Back in 2015, you sadly lost your husband to suicide. And 11 months later, your sister How did you cope through all of that? How did you move on? I must have to take a deep breath Mm. on that. It was the most challenging time of my life, as you can imagine. Mm -hmm. It was a pretty dark period, and I had never experienced dark because I'm one of those emotionally contagious, optimistic people, Mm -hmm. a driver. It just stopped short. My friends helped me, my girlfriend's community. In fact, my girlfriend's community planned the entire funeral. Mm. I had a ton of support. I had to just stop and breathe. I had to really step back from the driver's side. You know, it was a very transparent, vulnerable time. And it just took time. You just have to stay in grief and loss. For the first time, I couldn't drive and just be this, you know, magic goal setter. Mm -hmm. It just took years of healing. Like I said, I had tons of support. I have a wonderful, wonderful support network. Well, certainly not everyone may face those particular circumstances, but the reality is life will challenge all of us at some point in time. And you've talked about forgiveness in the past. What do you want people to know about forgiveness and how that helps with healing? So I'll speak specifically to suicide, if that's okay. Absolutely. Because it was so challenging and and I was a woman of faith, I'm a woman of faith, I had to go through my own process of, you know, what were you thinking and why and what could I have done? And 
at some point I had to just forgive myself and give myself grace. That's Mm -hmm. where grace comes in. And also understand that in some situations, forgive that other person. They might be in too much pain to stay here. Mm -hmm. And hopefully we don't have to cross that road. But I did. You have to just forgive. And then also give people empathy. I love that you mentioned a moment ago that you did find healing on the other side of tragedy and that a lot of that came from your girlfriends. Did that surprise you at that time that they were there for you or, or you just were pretty sure you knew of this group? No, it wasn't a surprise. The bond that we had, and there were several groups in Raleigh, it started growing exponentially. Because it attracts so many amazing, wonderful, giving women that are inspired and that want to dream and grow, they were right there. You know, their fearless founder had fallen, I guess I could say. They were right there the whole time. And, and today you have more than a thousand women who are part of this international community that you've created. And along with that, you now also have the Girlfriends Foundation Explain how that works and what's the difference between the two. So, we, so we're very clear on that. <laughs> Girlfriends is for the mass market. So whether you're online or you purchase a workbook and you do your groups, that's the goalfriends.com mass market. Okay. The foundation is a 501c3 foundation. And we have received and a lot of the Girlfriends have contributed and we received sponsorship. And then we do certain world missions. Mm. The prison system is part of that mission. The prison system the veterans. We work with women in other countries. We're working with some teens right now in a new mission. So what we do is we get sponsorship and donations there and working on a couple grants. That way we can help empower women in the mar- with the marginalized and the more vulnerable people. You talked a moment ago about the G words. Yes. The PHG for one. I know there are others. So tell us about the other ones because they're so much fun too. And how did you come up with them? <laughs> Let's start with philosophy. Yes. <laughs> so I'm stuck on these G words. And in fact, I'm incorporating that soon. I'm writing, finishing a book called philosophy, And it's a book of words. And philosophy, the tagline for that is you reap what you goal. Oh. Through that, I started having fun doing these lexicon, these play on words. And one of the favorite ones is if it's not working, give it a golectomy. <laughs> give it, get it off your list because women, we will crumble if something's not going right. I'm like, take, give that one a golectomy. Take that off your list. There's one word that I really try to hone in on is if, if it's not goal-centric. So if it's not concentric in your world, if you if you you know, buy a house here, get a job in Europe, have a boyfriend in another country, you know, you're not goal centric. You've got to keep things in order so that your brain is a goal seeking mechanism. So we use these words. And another favorite is it's goaltastic or goalicious. <laughs> it's goalicious. You're so close. You can taste the success. I think it's important for that emotional contagion, which is also neuroscience to translate and make it fun. So are all these words in your book? Is that what you're saying? Then you're going to have They're the explanation. The okay. Don't you have golden rule? Golden well? rule. Yeah. <laughs> okay, when, when, when are we going to get this wonderful book? Because I know you said you're finishing it. <laughs> Do you have a goal? <laughs> I have a goal. My goal was December and to actually put it in print. Oh, and then I'm also, I'm also working in tandem to put it into the PhD because the women can relate to it. It gives them yeah. something to hold on to in a visual. I love it. That sounds so much fun. <laughs> and the symbol is a red heel. How did you come up with that for girlfriends? 
You know, it started with, because you couldn't find me without a pair of stilettos. And I thought about it 10 years ago, you know, strong women, hustling entrepreneurs or just drivers. And it's red, it's powerful. The stilet, the actual shoe has an open end to it. There's an infinity symbol and an open end to it. Everything's open end. You grow, you change. To me, it just represented a sleek, strong female. Mm-mm. Amen. <laughs> I happen to love red and I happen to love stilettos. So there's a great combination for me. <laughs> and it's a power red for empowerment. Exactly. You have described Darlene Goldfriends as the pinnacle of your career. How does that feed into you living your best life? To me, it's just that the whole give back. Mm-hmm. It's a legacy piece. And you know the work that it takes for me to run a marketing company forever and then to to make a commitment, feeling called to do this and to spend 10 years growing it and watching these women grow and, you know, the ripple effect, mm-hmm. just the emotional contagion, the crossover and the prison system too. The prison system is one thing that I have wanted to do that for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And I said it out loud on a call and that's how that came about. I shared it. So I had a 65% chance. That's really great. If you would like to learn more about Darlene and Goalfriends, and certainly I encourage you to support their efforts, just go to Goalfriends.com. That's G-O-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S, Goalfriends.com. Darlene, thank you for showing us that we can all live our best life and step into our greatness. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Delighted to have you today. And thanks to all of you. May Darlene's passion for a purposeful life inspire you to live your best life. Until next time, be well. This podcast is brought to you in part by Fast Twitch Media, helping people tell their stories and giving them worldwide reach. The future is in the cloud and Fast Twitch Media can take you there. Be your best digital self. Check out fastwitchmedia.space.